Advanced Principles Podcast, or app, was created to be an outlet for like-minded individuals to share in the broader conversations on leadership, retail market updates, and incredible personal success stories. On app, you will hear a collection of stories from the titans of the retail industry, as well as thought and practice leaders covering the spectrum of the economy. Please click the subscribe button and look for the newest episodes to be released. They're being measured by the OEM on service efficiency. So if I'm an Acura dealer, how many of the Acuras in my PMA are servicing with me? Give them more opportunities to do more of what they do, I think is fantastic. Chris Martin is the Senior Vice President of Client Command. He has spent the past 15 years working closely with dealers to understand their goals and align Client Command's industry-leading marketing solutions to drive results for their businesses. He is passionate about dealers reaching their full potential. Chris leads the team of sales consultants and account managers focused on strategizing with dealers to identify their goals, understand their business challenges, offer training to sales teams, and innovate marketing strategies to drive sales. With the customer experience at the center of his focus, Chris partners with the product team to continually enhance Client Command's precision targeting, marketing automation, and identity-based attribution to accelerate a dealer's ability to win with today's shopper and run their business efficiently and effectively. Chris is motivated by helping those around him reach their full potential and is an avid learner of business development, customer experience, team building, and leadership. All right. So Chris, thank you so much for joining us on app here this week uh, to really talk about fixed operations and what client command has going on. Um, but before we dive into that, why don't you just give us a little background on yourself and what you've been doing with client command uh, throughout your career there? Sure, Ryan. It's a pleasure to be here on the app podcast and can't thank you enough for including me and including client command. And um, my background, my name is Chris Martin. Um, SVP here at Client Command. I've been here, oh, just a short 18 years or so. Um, so it's been uh, great to see just the journey and, you know, the evolution of the industry as a whole. Um, fixed ops being one of those that's gone through tremendous change that we'll talk about as we dive into this. Um, but just to see the industry and the changes and to be part of that from our vantage point, we've really focused in a couple areas, and that is how can we help a dealer create a competitive advantage by reaching a consumer early and then walking them through that journey. And you're hearing more and more companies talk about that as technologies have evolved over the years, it's opened up some more windows. And we're excited to be one of the early pioneers in that and continue to really be out on the leading edge of the technology through our active shopper network, our omni-channel approach, uh, and just being able to help dealers reach a consumer, know who they are, stay in front of them, uh, drive that uh, consumer in for a sale of a vehicle, uh, uh, to do an RO, whatever it may be that can help the dealership continue to meet their goals and, and accomplish what they wanna accomplish uh, is really uh, where we're focused. Uh, and what we just love doing in this industry. 
Very cool. And we certainly have a great partnership with Client Command. The dealers that we have on the program just rave about the successes that they're having. Um, but something that I've learned through uh, my relationship with you and Jonathan and the rest of the great Client Command team is you guys never rest on your laurels. I mean, complacency just does not exist in the Client Command world. And you're always pushing that envelope to help dealers benefit more. And I think it's a it's a great viewpoint that it's all about the dealer maximizing and gaining their opportunities and aligning with their goals, which I think is why our two companies uh, pair up so well. And let's talk about one of those recent iterations is uh, Client Command historically has all been about attracting uh, conquest and retained sales on the front end. And then you guys kind of flip the switch. And that's why we're bringing it to everyone now in Fixed Ops February is you're doing a tremendous job in dealer service drive and helping them grow their fixed ops business, which is paramount in this environment right now. So talk a little bit about um, the service drive program that you have going on. Sure. So we saw a few years ago, um, dealers were asking us and saying, we see the advantage of bringing on the sales side. How can you bring that to the service side? And, and really, we kind of avoided that for a number of years. Um, we wanted to continue iterating and to your point, using uh, the next iteration of technology, the next iteration of, of what uh, is to come in order to push the sales side. Eventually, uh, in particular, one dealer kind of uh, wrangled our chief product officer, Greg, and um, sat him down over dinner and just walked through the business and walked through that side of it. And we had a really good sense of it, but that dealer said, hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm ready to get out there and try this and take this step forward. And, and we took that step with them. Uh, kudos to that dealership and just the progressiveness of their nature. You know, it's probably a reason they sell a thousand cars a month and service six or 7,000 a month. So, um, you know, in doing that and engaging in that, we decided to, to step in because we were hearing it not only from that dealer, but many others. And we were hearing things at that time, right? Go back pre-COVID, which, you know, a demarcation in, in the land of retail mm -hmm. and service and just our world. Uh, but pre-COVID, people were talking about moving towards 85, 90, that mythical 100% absorption rate, right? Um, trying to continue to move towards that, continuing to be frustrated with quick lubes and just the volume of business that those quick lubes uh, were taking from them. At the same time, they're being measured by the OEM on service efficiency. So if I'm a Acura dealer, how many of the Acuras in my PMA are servicing with me? So they're getting measured on that. They're getting measured on CSI, which is requiring facility upgrades. It's requiring better customer experiences, uh, better communication in that arena. All of these elements start coming together. We saw that we could bring the technology in order to step into many of these uh, goals that the dealer had and many of these concerns in order to continue ramping up their business and, and pushing towards uh, the goals that, that they had put out there for themselves. And we felt like by bringing a product that speaks into where a lot of the gaps are that we could help the dealers create that growth and, and not step on some of the strengths that they had already created through years in business. And, and that's where we really worked hard uh, to bring that additional value to dealers. 
Wow. So it's very complimentary to what they're doing. And there's a couple of things that I'm just going to kind of unpack from that you say, because there's so many great things. One, this was, this was born from a dealer's request and recommendation, um, which I think is awesome because one thing I've learned about your company and continue to appreciate is you listen to dealers. There's so many companies that say, hey, we're here for the dealers, we're this for the dealers. And then at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do and then kind of force sure. it back down to the dealer where you actually do really get uh, the conversation started at the ground level and then work it up through the product and development, which I think is fantastic because then you're appealing to your core market. Um, the other part of that is service, you know, kudos to that dealer for really pushing the envelope on service because it is an afterthought in a lot of dealerships, certainly not all, but a lot of dealerships. And I think um, what you can do now to pair up and complement with what they're doing in their service drive to help them grow, not change how they're doing business and not you know tweak that, but just give them more opportunities to do more of what they do, I think is fantastic. And as you said, dealers are measured on so many different categories within service um, that they just don't have a good driver for. And uh, right. as I talked with uh, our previous fixed ops February guests from Total Performance Solutions, you know, dealers will spend tens of thousands of dollars driving in the sale and front end sales training and this and that. And then, you know, let's hope that we get them back in in the first year for their discounted oil change. And then that's kind of it. So, you know, I think it's just phenomenal uh, what you guys do. So talk a little bit about how the technology all came together and how you're able to take uh, the patented technology. Maybe you can speak to that just a little bit and then sure. leverage that through the service drive to attract, retain and grow that, that dealer service business. Sure. So you talked about our patented technology that is around our active shopper network. That technology is the ability to identify what a consumer is doing online, connect that to offline data so that we can take a device and then connect it to the name. So we can take the device and then connect it to Ryan and say, this is Ryan Nelson. This is what we know about Ryan Nelson and bring those worlds together. Um, because when you can only market to a device, then there's really limited ways that you can reach a consumer. And it really limits the effectiveness of that marketing because you don't know much about them other than maybe they visited your website and looked at something on your website, maybe the hours, maybe they looked at a VDP, maybe whatever, but you get a pretty limited scope in terms of what they just did on that website versus we see 60 billion URLs across the United States, which gives us a very large reach to be able to identify what consumers are doing, where they are in their journey, what is that engagement, what other influences are they receiving so that we can step in and, and influence that journey uh, in a positive way on behalf of our dealers. So leveraging that technology, both the online technology as well as our own US consumer file, uh, one of the things that we've done years ago is that we didn't want to be out there purchasing the same offline data that everyone else was purchasing. Um, so many people play in that same space and thus you end up getting data that's 60 and 90 days old. Uh, which isn't relevant. So what we wanted to be able to do was create a bedrock on, on both ends, the online data, the offline data, and then be able to bring those together. As we've done that, 
in leveraging it for services, it, it is a little different, right? The, the journey for servicing is a little different than it is for purchasing, um, which is one of the reasons that we wanted to make sure that we could engage in this arena in a, in a healthy way uh, for results, to your point, for results to our dealers. So as we stepped into this, we really looked at and said, how can we engage and allow for the ability for a dealer to walk through a journey of whatever that journey may be for a consumer who wants to do fixed stops. So in engaging in that, we start looking at the offline data and the trend data of, of what's happening. We look at the online data of what the consumer's doing. We bring that together. As we engage those two worlds, now it's all about how do we give a relevant conversation to a consumer while fitting into a niche that the dealer needs, <clears throat> excuse me, of being able to step into arenas where there are some holes. So we took the focus of saying, how can we step in and focus on people that haven't come back in? You mentioned someone who purchased and then they haven't come back in. How do we get that consumer that purchased over a year ago, and then they never came in, even though they have Toyota Cares and they get a free you know, uh, oil change or whatever at that dealership, they still went to the quick loop for whatever reason, um, or they went to a different dealership. So how do we get that consumer back? How do we get the consumer back that is uh, just doing warranty work, but none of the customer pay at the dealership? That segment is a huge segment for dealers and one that is often underserved. As well, how do we leverage um, the data and, and identify the consumers that are out there and not doing any business, sales or service with the dealership so that we can continue to bring in and, and increase the dealer's efficiency in that market, uh, knowing that they're measured on how many Acuras or how many Chevys are in my PMA and how many of those are servicing with me and how many of the people came back to me. Uh, being able to bring in and bring in some of those Conquest customers, which is so critical. Um, and just continuing to engage and, and move that forward has made the product one that has really resonated with dealers. Um, because they've got the OEM factory program that is out there trying to get that consumer who just purchased a new vehicle. That's kind of already in place and ready to go in a lot of cases. Um, they've got that customer that's servicing pretty regular. But the realities are the vast majority of people don't fit into those categories. So we wanted to jump into what is the harder work, but where there's higher rewards for the dealers. And that's between the technology of our active shopper network, our own US consumer file, it gave us the opportunity to step into that arena that many others just can't for data limitations or whatever it may be. Yeah, and, and so much of it is both on the, on the automotive marketing side that you guys do such a phenomenal job on and the service side with dealers is it's mostly just anonymous spend. For the dealer, you know, they sign up right. with a marketing company, they're just blasting images, you know, I get X amount of impressions. Um, whereas you're, you're marketing to people who are in the market. Right. Um, I, you know, if, if I get an ad for a dress shirt, and I'm not in the market for a dress shirt, I'm not very inclined to go and purchase that dress shirt. Whereas 
if I'm actively online looking for a dress shirt and then I get targeted that, I, you know, I'm much more likely to purchase it. And I think that's where it pairs up very well. And it's so different than what dealers are used to um, that they're almost a little skeptical. Uh, you know, we've seen that on both sides because the results are so good because you really are marketing to a uh, finely, a very refined audience that has said, hey, I'm in the market and I'm looking for an oil change or this or that, and, and you guys go after it. So, um, you know, just phenomenal job for continuing to refine that and focus in on the dealer's overall objectives and the customer journey as well, which I think it makes it very pleasant. None of us like getting ads that are just random and, right. uh, you know, out of the blue. Whereas if I'm, you know, looking for an oil change and all of a sudden I get some promotions for that, then, you know, that's, uh, that's a great benefit to me as a consumer. Um, so since you've launched the program, it, I know it's been rapidly expanding. What are some of the feedback that you're getting from the dealers that have come on board? You know, we've heard great things. I mean, the, the dealer who jumped in initially with us started seeing over a million a year um, in additional work, um, wow. which is phenomenal. So and, and they've continued to help us evolve it, grow it. Uh, and since then, we've added a ton of dealers on as we've gone from alpha phase to beta phase. And in that journey, I mean, I remember putting one of one dealer on, he reached out to me unsolicited maybe a couple months later and said, Hey, our service business is already up uh, 10 and 15% with parts right on the heels of that. Um, and we had told him, Hey, it's going to take a minute to ramp and, and it's, things are going to start coming online. Uh, and they saw it immediately. We've had other stores talking about seeing upwards of 100 additional ROs uh, within a couple months of being on the program. And what we know is that that's efficiency for the dealership, right? That continues to drive those profits. It continues to add customers that they can talk to and service and try and get that trade. Um, it adds so many different facets and elements, and you know it better than I do from your fixed ops days, and just being able to really uh, influence the entire dealership uh, with what happens on that back end, and, and there's so much opportunity back there, um, and we've been so excited to hear dealers talk about and see eight to one ROI or even higher to be able to see and uh, have them talk about the number of additional ROs and just what's taking place. And in many cases, they're seeing higher um, profits on the deals that we're influencing. So when you start to combine more ROs along with higher profits, it's something the dealers are just ecstatic about. And especially uh, we've, a price, we've priced it very aggressively, uh, knowing that that's, to your point you mentioned earlier, uh, most dealers aren't spending a ton in the uh, fixed ops arena. Uh, so we've priced it aggressively, giving them that high uh, ROI and giving them that strong influence for, for low investment, which has been great. Yeah, I think it's just phenomenal. And, you know, it really goes back to sales is going to sell the first car. Service is going to sell the next three, four or five. And they're going to get Definitely. those referrals. And, um, you know, the, the fact of the matter that you work so hard um, at Client Command to get those customers back into the service drive, um, which I know is one area of your focus, but let's talk, because I know you've segmented out the customers into a few different baskets. Um, talk a little bit about how you do that, because I think it, again, speaks to the, how refined the approach is. 
it's not just, okay, we're going to have a banner ad or we're going to have, you know, someone it's going to be ghosted on your Facebook feed. Um, You really have just taken it to the next level, the next level, the next level. So talk about your customer um, segmentation. Sure. As we mentioned, we really tried to segment into areas that were underserved within the dealership, meaning difficult areas to go get in terms of the consumer um, and where a lot of other OEM programs and other products weren't targeting. Uh, One of those is just getting the conquest. How do you get that consumer who hasn't purchased from you and hasn't serviced? As I talk with dealers, if they're in an area, right, let's just take Austin, Texas, you know, Austin is having huge growth Mm -hmm. or even here in Atlanta. In those markets, they have so many people moving in that keeping their efficiency is difficult just because of the volume of people that move into the arena, which is one of the things that makes service so much fun Mm -hmm. is there's so many facets to it. So If we can get those new consumers, whether they're people who've moved in, whether they're people that have lived in that PMA 20 years, but for whatever reason, decided to go service or purchase somewhere else, um, being able to get those Conquest customers into the dealership is one category. Being able to step into that sales conversion, again, seeing that this customer purchased, then they go to the dealership. They've never been back. Um, no fault of the dealer for whatever reason that consumer goes to a quick lube that consumer works closer to another dealership whatever it may be we want to be able to get that consumer once they've disappeared and they've been gone for 12 or more months we want to get them back in and see if we can uh, get them to engage with the dealer again then you're looking at um, the service, the folks that did do service, but then ghost of the dealership disappeared. They haven't been back again in over a year. How do we get them to engage? And then finally, that warranty conversion. There's a lot of people that do the quick lubes. Even though dealerships have invested in quick lubes, they still think the Jiffy Lube is going to be quicker and cheaper, even though the dealer probably is priced just as aggressively. And assuming they have a quick lube can get them in and out just as quick. But for whatever reason, a consumer still decides to go do that. We want to try and get that customer who only comes in for the warranty work, get them into the dealership doing their customer pay, because that's where the dealer can really Mm -hmm. exponentially grow. If they build that trust, they build that engagement. And we want to continue to help them, whether they only do the major work, but not the minor work, or they only do the minor work, but not the major work at the dealership. However, it may fall for every consumer we really targeted the gaps in the areas that we felt like the dealer, that we could help the dealer specifically in some of the harder areas to capture people, letting the current OEM programs and things like that capture uh, the folks that are there. Unless a dealer asks us, if they say, hey, I want you to help me go get these people because it's just gonna add business, then we can do that, but they can definitely structure it in, in going after some of the harder segments.